Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Canes had a bad day yesterday. Had a bad. They started slow out of the All-Star break after our big question coming out of the All-Star break is, would they start slow? All the worries and fears came true. Right, I joke about the the terrible, no good, horrible, very bad days that everybody has. I think it's a children's book. Um, you know, you wake up, it's just you, you you pour the cereal, you go to get the milk, you have no milk. So you try to pour the cereal back into the box so you can keep it for tomorrow, and you drop the box and you spill it all over the ground. Dog's eating it before you can pick it up. You walk outside, you forgot that. Last night, you said, oh, I'll get gas in the morning on my way to work. So it's on empty. Pull up to the gas station, left your wallet at home. So you try to coast into work. Don't make it. Right? Those bad days. That was kind of it for the Canes yesterday. All the worries and fears came true. Right? You're, you're playing the, the, the Vancouver Canucks, but they just signed your former player, Eli- or just traded for your former player, Elias Lindholm. So what do you say? I hope he doesn't have a big day, right? All the fans wanted wanted the Canes to trade for Lindholm. I hope he doesn't make that look like a bad decision. He scores two goals. Pyotr Kochekov is back in net after being out for essentially a month with injury and all-star break. I just hope he plays well. Hope he picks up where he left off. Hope he doesn't look lost. He gives up a goal while he's meandering out behind the net. Ends up being the third goal for the Canucks. Even things simple as, you know, Seth Jarvis, who is a fan favorite, and I really like, and I like his energy. But guess what, right? He's talking very candidly during the All-Star break about going to Mexico and pounding some beers. And and you're just thinking, I hope he shows up and doesn't give anyone reasons to say, oh, you should have been more focused on the All-Star break. He has a billion chances right in front of the net. Can't get any of them home. Sebastian Ajo finally coming alive in the second period. Sebastian Ajo scored. He's kind of bad day proof. Uh, he's, he's, he's just really good. But so many of the things that we were talking about going, I hope this doesn't pop up. I hope that doesn't rear its ugly head. I hope I hope that doesn't hold them back. So many of them held them back. Here's Rod Brindamore's overall thoughts on their first game back. That was what I was afraid might happen. We were terrible to start. And then our, you know, they were good. They were, you know, we got lucky to get out of that first period with, uh, I think it was even. And then we got a little better. I could tell, I knew we were going to get to it. And then, you know, probably deserved better in the third. I mean, that was pretty good third period. Just didn't happen. I mean, if you'd have went in there this game and said you'd give up one even strength goal against these guys on a bad balance, you'd be like, okay, it's probably pretty good. But, you know, they did a nice job just floating a couple in on the power play and they got the bounces there tonight and they didn't go our way. Hmm. That's exactly what you were fearing. That's exactly what I was fearing. Damn, think about that. There was only one goal that was scored on even, you know, even ice mm-hmm. time, the third one. Martinook scored early. It felt like maybe they would pick up where they left off. It just didn't happen. That was the fear, and it just didn't happen. So now, you know, the the, the only difference is, right, we, we can talk about uh, 
how it would have been nice if the the defense prevented all the chances like they were doing before the break. Would have been nice if uh, the attack was as as opportunistic and took advantage of their chances like they were before the break. It would have been nice, but the fact of the matter is, it's not the end of the world. It's one loss to a team that was at the top of the standings. It's one loss to a team that is very good and got better with the addition of Lindholm. Uh, you know, your your scouting reports were outdated because they added a player. It's one loss. It's not the end of the world, but the task is now you have to get momentum going again. Against the Avalanche. Against the Avalanche or, or against the next six opponents, right? You have to start from scratch again. It's it's nice when you don't have to, to go from zero momentum to cranking it up, which you know, maybe if there wasn't an all-star break, you would have just rode that momentum forward. But now you have to start it back up again. That's your challenge. Let's talk about the goalies. We talked about the goalies a lot yesterday. Uh, Piotr Kochekov did not pick up where he left off pre-injury, did make some saves, wasn't tested a ton early, but also had the the, ga- the gaff, right? Ball's going along the the the... Uh, boards, he's or ball pucks going uh, along the boards. He he gets a little caught out of position. Some you know some may say the hustle back or whatever. Uh, let's hear from Rod his thoughts on the last goal last goal scored by Vancouver. No, it's just you know maybe, maybe it's just bad bounce, that randomness like this hockey. That's that's what happens sometimes. I mean that was a tough one. I mean, it went right on their tape and then it bounced again right to their guy and taps it in. So that was a tough one. It was a tough one. But, but you know, it's like saying lucky. So often the good teams are lucky, right? So often the locked-in teams don't have bad bounces. Not saying there was a ton he could have done to prevent that, but he, he didn't have to go get it. He could have just stayed in the stayed in goal, stayed in the crease, watched that thing go on by. He didn't pick up where he left off uh, uh, pre-injury. Another thing that disappointed me about that last goal is that it felt like he didn't go – all in like he didn't dedicate to clearing the puck out and that's what allowed for Miller to get the puck and score it did feel like there was like maybe 10 percent less hustle like yeah. not a ton like it's not like he was out there loafing I don't want to say the word lazy but, by any means, but but it did yeah there was probably 10 like I don't know die, try to make a spectacular save getting back into goal you know what I mean try try to yeah just 10 percent more um, which may be coming out of an injury. You're a little little cautious. Maybe coming out of an injury, you're just not in rhythm. That's fair. Maybe, but that's what we were worried about, right? And and it is, you know, it's it's. If you're superstitious, you may be like, you put that energy out into the world. I'm not superstitious, but it, it is always interesting when you can kind of pinpoint before a game the things you have to worry about, and then they come true. And part of that is. Right, if you have a weak spot, if you have a, a a tender spot, a team like Vancouver is going to find it. Sebastian Ajo, after the game on facing such a high end opponent, fresh off the All Star break. Yeah, these these games are uh, you gotta love playing these games. Obviously, these are uh, good teams that you know most likely will make playoffs. So um, we wanna you know get better. We uh, we we gotta you know get these tests, tests in and um, yeah obviously uh, we couldn't uh, find the result today but uh, for, for sure learn learned a lot from it learn a lot from it you, you learn that Vancouver's pretty good and Lindholm is good in front of the net learn that you, you can't start slow I don't know I don't know 
Still thought it was an entertaining game. Very entertaining. But it, that goes into what, what we've said a bunch of times on this show. Competitive, entertaining doesn't always equate to quality. Right? If you watched that game, uh, the Canes, I mean, tied at the end of the first period. They did not play well in, in the first period, right? It, it was very much uh, not a well-played but a competitive game for the Canes most most of the time, which is a very hockey thing, right? It You can play great and be, be tied. You can play poorly and be tied. But, you know, chances are over the length of a game, the team that's playing overwhelmingly better is going to end up the team that wins, and that's exactly what happened. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group espn.com did an exercise that that uh everyone that follows sports does right the redrafting of the draft they went back to the 2023 nfl draft class and redrafted it where would they go knowing what we know today and surprise bryce young did not go number one overall cj stroud went number one overall Anthony Richardson went number two overall. Will Anderson stayed at number three overall. Puka Nakua, number four overall. How far did Bryce Young fall? He fell from number one to number 11. He went 11th to the Titans. And ooh, scary, right? Go, oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think that's an insult. I think it's a compliment. He really didn't do much this year to improve his draft stock. So the guys that did a lot to, like like Puka Nakua, broke rookie records. You could argue he was the best rookie wide receiver in NFL history. There's a legit argument there. Now, I don't think that you would win the argument, but you could argue that. C.J. Stroud broke rookie records. So, so... Even if Bryce Young just stayed level, these guys, these guys are going to pass him, right? You could argue, like C.J. Stroud did on the Pivot Podcast, that Bryce Young didn't get a chance to showcase himself because of the supporting uh, cast, because of the coaching staff, because of the offense line, because of the wide receivers. You could argue that, but guess what? Bryce Young didn't get the opportunity to showcase himself regardless. If anything, he added a bunch of questions to the is he big enough and durable enough to have an NFL career question that he came into the draft with. And despite all of that, despite not getting a chance to showcase himself uh, due to the supporting cast, despite being the quarterback of the worst team in the NFL, despite all of that, he went 11th in the redraft. If that's an insult, you can insult me anytime. 11th overall, Justin Fields was drafted 11th overall in his draft, and he was a record-setting quarterback that ran a 4-4 coming out of Ohio State. It's, it's completely fair, even if you like Bryce Young still, right? Completely fair to say, yeah, he'd go about mid-first. 
I actually think he'd probably go a little bit lower than 11th if they drafted it right now. Might be looking at like 17th. I'm not, and that's not me being mean. That's just me being realistic. You're telling you like you can't tell me that some of these guys you wouldn't look at and go, yeah, I'd rather have them. Now you're like because of how good of a prospect he was, even with a down year, he's still overwhelmingly a first round pick. That's saying something. Mostly saying how good he was as a prospect. Like I sometimes, you know, we've already litigated uh Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud, right? We've already broken down that the Panthers, if they could go back and do it over again, if they got the you know, one-time do-over, they would go back and draft C.J. Stroud. If they even, I mean, I think if you really want to give them a do-over, they wouldn't trade up to number one overall. They'd keep their picks. But that's not to say, by the way, right, because I feel like we've already done this, but I always had to put this caveat out there. I would have drafted Bryce Young number one overall. I'm on the record, right? I've. It's it's the gift and the curse of having this job is, you know, if I were to to, to deny it, if I were to say, oh, I would have taken C.J. Stroud, I knew it all along. You, there's somebody would be able to go back and find a podcast, and it would be my voice going, yeah, I like Bryce Young as the number one overall pick. Your takes always follow you. They do. So I'm, I'm not here to deny it, right? I'm just saying if you gave me a do-over, if you, let, if you allowed me to go back and re-record that podcast or re-record that show from before the draft, I would go back in time and say, you know, Bryce Young's probably be a mid-first. Probably be, you know, 14th pick. That's not mean. That's still a compliment. And then there, I don't, I don't understand the the urging in the sports media world to defend your take even after it's wrong. Bryce Young shouldn't have been the number one overall pick. Knowing what we know right now, and by the way, you do this exercise five years into the future, maybe he will be the number one overall pick again. But knowing what we know right now, you just have to play the odds. Would you take him number one? No. And it's not worth it to dig your heels in and say, I knew all along about this and I knew all along. No, 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 no. You can say I missed. You can say I missed. You can go back and reevaluate your big board. It's it's. Do you know what I know is going to happen? And and it's it's clockwork. It happens with Patrick Mahomes all the gosh darn time. Everyone that's in it, because right, the the like the big boards of NFL teams are not public, right? Who the Jags had as the number one player in last year's draft is not public. So 15 years from now, let's say she CJ Stroud stays on this trajectory and he's a Hall of Famer. Somebody in that Jags organization is going to say, you know, I had I had CJ Stroud as my number one prospect by far in that draft. We didn't need it because we had Trevor Lawrence on the team, but but I had him set as a 99 out of 100. And guess what? That guy's going to be lying. But there's there's no way to prove it because they kept everything secret, right? It's why the mock drafters always have to answer for like, you know, uh, um, oh, who was it? Oh, Mel Kiper Jr. loved loved Jimmy Clausen. That's going to follow him forever. Guess what? There was someone in an NFL building somewhere that also loved Jimmy Clausen, and it's not going to follow him forever outside of like a group chat with his old work buddies that are like, ha remember you like Jimmy? Uh, uh, it, is, it, is, it is that simple, okay? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.